Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. When when you wake up the next day, you've got Hannah tells you just a couple hours away from the edge of Lightwater. So, you want to? Is there anything you want to do before you set out to? Uh, I'm going through my bag and I pull out Fresno. I'm like, oh yeah, we got a light dude here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for the party. Yeah. Remember, you've got the spell squirrel and Fresnel are your party attuned things. Mm-hmm. Hannah advises you to fill up your water skins again as you're heading out, so that you can I have do five so days upstream of, of everybody water. else. Okay. Um, and Ups- then upstream Kira. because everyone has to pee. Oh, it's really important. It's really important well, to note. I thought you just thought we were Kira filthy in up, general. Upstream of where the frog. I was mean, blended. she's not <laughs> wrong. Umu, uh, go ahead and roll. We'll take offense to that. Your uh, stealth checks if you're trying to be stealthy on the rest of the way. Oh, thank God that was not twenty. No, 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 not twenty. That's a three. I... Hannah's not great. Actually, a four. I'm glad that I keep getting stuck in the it's crack because otherwise it would be a oh, two. No, it's a seven. Zavask is a six. Umu's a ten. Okay. No one sees me. <laughs> and and what were Aaron and Kira's again? A four with modifiers. Oh boy, I am not used to this terrain. Sixteen because of the crack. Otherwise, it would have fallen completely onto up, the. Just wear a belt. <laughs> 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 I should be stealthy. Okay, uh, so this time, uh, most of you are out in a in a clearing, and the grease wizard is hiding in the shrubbery, and you just come. Uh, over the top of the ridge, and there's just a couple of uh, bullywogs there. There's just two of them who are a 16. W- walking along. Yeah, but everyone else rolled flat. Right. They haven't oh. necessarily seen all of you yet. Okay. Um, but the grease wizard is way hidden inside a shrub. Uh, but they do look up the hill where everybody was walking when some of the lower rolls like that four and what did you have? Did you have it was a four and a ten? Yeah. Or six and a ten. Sorry. Who was the six? Six is Zev, ten was okay. So the two half orcs are just like laughing about the bullywogs that they've taken care of. <laughs> and then I put him in a blender. And <laughs> that's sure when did, buddy. two bullywogs holding spears just look up the hill and see all of you there. Zev points, oh look, more opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> um and and that's them. So How many? Two. Would you like to die in a horrible way or a clean way? What are you speaking? Okay, his accent is quickly, quickly evolving. I don't even know what this is anymore. I can't stop like half laughing while I'm talking at this point. I mean, I would do common. He knows common and orcish, so pick one. Are 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 they humanoid? Mm Hmm. Huh. Um. So they they definitely see. They yeah, see the right. party. They don't see you, and maybe, maybe they don't see Kira. Can I roll a intelligence check, something like that, to see what language they speak? Undercommon is uh, that? Yeah, probably history. It's an eleven plus five, sixteen. So far as you know, Bullywoods speak their own kind of croaking language, and they're often isolated. Like the two tribes that live here, probably can't even talk to each other. The greenies and goldies. Okay. So you don't get an idea like you could probably talk to them. Okay. Uh, they see the two of you up on the hill, glance over, look back at each other, and start bounding away. Okay. 
Okay. All right. So continue on. I'm okay. Keep going. Still try to be stealthy. Roll one more stealth check. That's another three. That's a 21. Man, my rolls suck today. That's a 24. That's a nat one for Umu. (laughs) And another 23 for him. Another six for Zev. Okay. Again, what did you have? 20 something. Another three. Technically a four with modifier. All right, there's enough uh, passes there with all the ones over 20 that a couple people start to make some noise. Remember. Oh, oh, my bad. Um, and then you make it through the edge of light of light water to a path that leads out to the east. Um, it's a small tunnel, and Hannah basically says, well, this is the way we need to go if we're going to be heading uh, eventually down below the Crystal Lakes. When you say small tunnel. It's not that small. Okay. Just you've been in a huge cavern right now, oh. so this is like a 25-foot wide tunnel that's cut in. It looks like it's actually pretty well worn, like it might be a road. All right, so you start heading down that pathway. Yep. On going. It's pretty early in this day still. It's maybe like lunchtime, so you eat a little bit along along the way. I have some sausage. Do I need to roll survival? You definitely no, still, still have, have sausage. Have sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everyone's just like, no! <laughs> you might have frog legs, but you do not have sausage. <laughs> So you start heading. Uh, she says, this is the road. Uh, Umu, you would recognize it. This is about as far as you knew what you were supposed to get through light water. You were supposed to find this path and just follow it straight to New Spore City. Don't take any of the smaller uh, side paths if that's where you were headed. So that was the directions that you had pretty much. Um, and this road between light water and New Spore City is a pretty long road. Uh, but it's one that isn't touched by the influence of the Underdark yet. Uh, the water touched by the Stone of Light from the Temple of the Second Land is to your back. And ahead, Umu, you know that there's a glowing, phosphorescent, fungal city, uh, even though you're... It's gorgeous. <laughs> right. So oh, I forgot fungal was a word, and I was imagining in my head like F-U-N-G-L-E, and I was like, what <laughs> can that possibly mean? <laughs> fungal in the jungle. <laughs> Um, so Ugh. you know that's ahead, and even though you're traveling for most of the time on this road in the inky area between the two lights, in the darkness, the light of your past and uh, your future seems to relegate the shadows to the tunnels on the side of the main path, uh, and not into your spirits yet. So you still feel lighthearted, you're still drinking the water, basically, from the... Uh, from the light water. So this time in the Underdark doesn't feel like what you've been told that the Underdark is like, basically, yet. I love this place. It's basically just like traveling through caves or mines. Dern would have liked it. Uh, It's dark, but not corrupted. The journey between... um, Dern, remember that. Dark, but not corrupted. Hmm. (laughs) Not corrupted. Hmm. Hmm. The journey between Man, light that water... that sounds like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he is. He was. This Dern that keeps coming up in your conversations. Um, Be cool. Don't talk about it. Oh, okay. And Henna's kind of up front with uh, Malkovich, who blends into the wall on the side, hopping around. Can uh, I ride on Malkovich? I keep forgetting no. that Malkovich is there. It wouldn't be good to ride. 
I keep forgetting that Malkovich is there because he blends in so well. And then when he like moves suddenly or I catch a glimpse of him, I go, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like Arnis over and over again. Startled by the squawk. Um, so this it's like Tanner when we were filming the, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, when he was dressed up in that creepy Yeah, we makeup. kept forgetting he was there and then looking over our shoulders oh, and seeing scared. him. All right, just that side, this is side note. Amy, when cut here. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, this, is, this, <laughs> this joke isn't even for, too in for our audience. It's, it's too uh, in for everybody at the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go just to you, uh, This Mike. is a Film About Something Productions and look up. I'm a person at uh, the table. Hilford. Uh, yeah, we were filming one of the scenes and he walks up the stairs in full costume and I forgot I, I like I just saw this. He wasn't black, in like, the scene monster. we were filming. Yeah, I just saw him like out of the corner of my eye, and it scared me so bad. <laughs> the camera goes like. <gasps> he almost <laughs> dropped his like six hundred dollar camera. Yeah, he had on like just a black costume, but like with his face was painted white. Except was it like black around his eyes? Yeah, or black, something? It, it had like a cracked face. I've got yeah. a picture. I'll show you. It was creepy. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Back, back to Dungeons and Dragons. Can we get a light? I'm having a hard time actually yeah. reading the tiny script on my character sheet. Thank you. <gasps> and okay. back to D&D. So. That was fantastic. <laughs> so no one told you it was going to be this way. <laughs> so you guys are singing in the tunnels of the Underdark. And there's a bunch of people who clap as you go by. You're very impressive. Uh, but basically the journey between... Lightwater and New Spore City is not without hazards. There's a rock slide that nearly breaks Tira's leg when she ranged ah! ahead. Uh, and there was, uh, it was when you went ahead of the party and a purple worm rattled one of the tunnels uh, beneath or adjacent to I where you are like now. I don't like worms. And you can hear it like, basically like you're standing on top of a subway that rumbles. And they make me crazy. A rock slide. Crazy. I was crazy once. Um, Aaron had an unpleasant encounter with some fire beetles that found their way under her sleeveless pirate shirt. uh, Wait, what? One of the days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Amy was like talking to herself and it distracted me. Can you take that one from the top? Yeah. So you had an unpleasant encounter with some fire beetles that found their way under your sleeveless pirate shirt at one point. Uh, It wasn't pleasant, but it wasn't too dangerous. Based on the name fire beetles. Yeah. Uh, Zev, you almost lost your little mouse buddy uh, when it wandered off out of your tunic one during one of the nights when you were asleep. Uh, and there was a, a scare that you weren't going to be able to find it, but it ended up being in the tunnel ahead uh, after you broke camp and had given up looking. That's actually another mouse. I just told him it was the same one. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you all in your sleep. So how many days, how many days has back, it been? Scrubbles, uh, get back I'll, in the I'll get pouch. there. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a different place. We don't like it here. You have to stay safe. Scrabble's so Scrabble suddenly yeah. forgot all the tricks I taught him. I don't pick understand. Some mushroom, pick some mushroom off our room. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Feeds a little mushroom down to Scrabble's. Uh, Scrabble's is happy. Stay safe. If it is indeed Scrabble's. <laughs> Scrabble's, too, is very happy. <laughs> Grease Wizard, uh, you had a close call with a particularly pointy stalagmite when you took down your khakis to pop a squat one morning. <laughs> But it's been three out of what Hannah says are probably the five days of travel uh, between this area. That's convenient because that's the amount of water we have. Yeah. Three Uh, more. Without major incident. 
That is, until you reach a larger siding pathway, the largest of the tunnels you've encountered so far. I have a bad feeling about this pathway. That leads to the north. Uh, and you get your first hint of true darkness. I rolled a 16. Do I dark. perceive anything? Um, darkness. Yeah. It's getting darker. Kira, you're up in the front with Henna in mm-hmm. the front of the party. Uh, and you signal for her to stop when you see this uh this siding, it, you've passed a lot of different tunnels already, but none of them had this kind of feel to them. And she starts backpedaling slowly when you make that motion to her. For all of you, when you see this, uh, that Kira stops short as you're walking along the path, uh, you all look over to the tunnel that she's inspecting, and the hair on your arm stands at attention as if some great beast is breathing directly on your neck. You can't see it or hear it, but something is down that side path, as sure as the sweat that's dripping down your skin. And the only real question is, do you go down there and face it head on, or do you try and sneak by and hope it doesn't catch your scent, and then always wonder if it's still behind you? Kira passes path with pass with Eltrace. Casts. Okay. I can, I can see 120 trace. feet into the darkness. Did I still not see this thing? No, you still can't see okay. it. It's not. It's not directly there. Let's just try to avoid it. So first, what's um, the worst that could happen? First, mark off three days worth of water. We're going to start Check. tracking water now. I've been so tracking. you're down to two. You should be. Now we're not tracking rations while we're here. You packed a ton of those. So unless something happens where you like lose your bags or something. Um, you'll be okay uh, with that. Sam, you maybe already marked down three humors that you gave to Clippy. I did. And you don't have to roll so long as you're alternating the tempers, right? Right. The only thing you should do is re-roll, re-roll. your necrotic die. I got a one and a two, so... Good. Greasy's feeling good. Um, on the... Uh, the other thing is... You know it's two days to New Spore City, and you know you have two days' worth of water left. So that could be part of your decision. If you do go up the path, you're going to have to consider rationing uh, your water. And the the way that works is if you use half water a day, you'd have to make rolls to see whether or not you suffer any uh, exhaustion from it. Um, Can anybody who would like to can roll a survival check? Uh, 19? 11. My highest is a 14. 22. Okay, uh, Kira. That was a difficulty of 21 on the 19! So. The difficulty was 21. Yeah. But still. Uh, despite the fact that you've been twisting around in the underdark and sometimes crossing under or over yourself to go through these paths, you have the distinct impression that that path... And where you are now, first of all, is not far from underneath the bandit camp. You think that path leads toward Auntie Marlene's estate. And looking at the walls in this particular spot where it connects to the main path that you're on, this part is not a natural cavern. This part, at least, of that tunnel is is carved out. Shape Earth, Shape Earth, Shape Earth, Shape Earth, Shape Earth. Just start stacking earth. Yep. Fill it in, How please. does that work? Does that stay there? Like you just move the earth? Yeah. And it... Stays so... there for an hour. Mm, hold on. And then it goes back where it was. 
I don't think that's correct. That is correct. You've cast that spell so many times. Move a five-foot cube of loose earth. Well, what's duration? Loose Does it have a duration earth. or no? It has Insta- a... The duration is instantaneous. Then it stays there. That cannot be right. No, that cannot be right because we did this whole thing where he was like, I bury the thing. And then you were like, okay, but the spell only lasts an hour. So in an hour, all the dirt that you used to bury it is going to go back. Well, if the duration's instantaneous, then it lasts... Eva, I think that happened when you were asleep last time. In your dream. <laughs> she only fell asleep for like one second. <coughs> I was watching. It's long enough to Because it was amusing. It's instantaneous. Oh, if it says instantaneous. I don't believe there. you. I think you have it written down wrong. I don't. because I, I don't care that much. Okay. So you're going to move some earth and try to, to try and put something in front of the tunnel? I'm yep. actually, no, that's not right. That's incorrect. I just need you to know that it's wrong. We can go ahead and not follow <laughs> the rules, not. but you need to know that's not how it goes. Give me a dungeon. Where's the? Master. Isn't it, it in Shape Earth? It's, isn't no, it in Xanathar's? What is it? Shape it's Mold Earth. Sh- sh- mold Earth. Mold Earth. Okay, wait. Well, Mold Earth might be different from Shape Earth. It's the same spell. Like, there's no Shape Earth or Mold Earth. It, it's. Are it's, you sure? Mine, I can make mine sh- says instantaneous or one hour. Hmm. What you choose that mean? a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range and that fits within a five-foot cube. This is mold earth. You manipulate it in one of the following ways. If you target an area of loose earth, which we, I don't think we have down here, you can instantaneously excavate it, move it along the ground, and deposit it up to five feet away. This movement doesn't have enough force to cause damage. Or you cause shapes, colors, or both to appear on the dirt or stone, spelling which out words. lasts an hour. Yeah, the, the, if you move it... It stays, but if you make it into difficult, if you make it into difficult terrain, it, that only lasts for an hour. Okay, well, we definitely wait. Hold on, we definitely Eva? have had this conversation you, before, and the opposite was the opinion. So Eva. the only thing I see on the bottom: if you cast the spell multiple times, you can have no more than right. two of its. You can non- only move ten. But whatever you can only no, have two but, active, but that. But if I'm moving the earth... Yeah, the, the earth stays moved if it's loose earth. Okay. I don't know how much loose yeah, earth there is in this tunnel. There's not a ton of loose earth because it's mostly stone. We've had this debate so before. It's going to be hard to like block it up. Yeah, I think we had this debate when we were being little beavers by the second temple. I didn't have that spell then. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you got it when you got the extra cantrip. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, okay. I don't think you're going to really be able to block the whole opening just most of it it won't be cool like it won't be difficult well, it doesn't like it matter it won't be difficult terrain but you can leave like a pile there that's about what you can do well, which I'm is what you did that. with that stalactite I almost had that close call Andy <laughs> left a pile <laughs> yeah that's what i mean <laughs> all right so is that uh, is that it are you going to move on along the yeah and we're going to be moving silently for the next hour or at least unless someone rolls a one okay or two. Um, so you're just going to try and stealth mm-hmm. away from the tunnel? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Everybody can roll stealth checks and add 10 to your normal, whatever you would add. 23. 21. 18. 21. Well, Zev has 20. Umu rolled a 1. Okay. Come on, buddy. We leave Umu behind to the <laughs> undead of Auntie Marlene. I understand. He is only level two. Three. All right. So you start, uh, or you continue on your path toward New Spore City? 
No, be quiet. Sorry. That's fine. Doogie-doo. Right. That so, was just walking. That that's the sound when you walk in a new spore city. It's that's doo-doo-doo. it. Also, that's the sound you have to make when you cast Pass Without Trace. Oh. All right, Kira. Uh, we didn't do it for the first three days, but as this day wraps up, go ahead and roll a survival check. Nine. Okay. Um. So this time, as you're asleep, there was no great spot to kind of go off the main tunnel at all so you just kind of ended up having to drop along the side of the wall and kind of laid down in a straight line to make the the least uh, visible uh, you know from anything from far away um and while so we're like stacked up head to feet head to feet <laughs> yeah not maybe not touching each other or anything but <laughs> just a few feet apart from each other in a in a row and grease wizard um, I need you to roll a perception check. Eighteen. Okay. That was versus uh, DC 18. Just barely out of the corner of your eye as you're sort of messing around with uh, the, the jar holding Clippy and kind of just... It seems to me like you would shake it back and forth from time to time just to see if you could wake him up. I don't know. So just kind of a noise <laughs> going on. I um, hate you guys. <laughs> you hear a similar noise that you're not sure if it's an echo of your jar or if it's something else. I'm confused. Uh, Are you just sitting hallway. around shaking your jar full of hairy gack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to pass the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And you hear almost what at first you think is an echo, but then you stop shaking the jar and you hear it again. And there's a shadowy form that's creeping along the pathway behind you on the ceiling. It's Gollum. Oh, um, so I'm the only one that sees this, right? You're the only one awake right now. Oh, oh, oh. Does and it, it, yeah, I'm not into that. Um, to, it's crawling towards us. Mm-hmm. How far Mark away? this day down. It's trying to sneak. It looks like it's about because it, it was after like a little crook, mm-hmm. and it came around the corner of that crook is when you heard it first, and that's maybe fifty feet away from cool, everybody. Cool, cool. Shatter. Okay. And that should wake everyone up because it makes them it, pop. It will yeah, make that's a, a sucky way to noise. wake up, but yeah. All right, so everybody roll initiative, and Sam will get the surprise round shatter before we start the combat. All right, so anybody 20 or over? I'm 21. All right, what do I add to this thing? I got to look it up in the book. I need the stat block. Stat block. Okay. I'm just going to come up with some jingles for some D&D things. He's going to look through the Dungeons Master Guild. I mean, actually looking the Dungeon Master. Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. We haven't fought very much out of here before. Ooh. Oh, Sam, are okay. you good? So this thing's got a 24 on its initiative. Darn it. <laughs> a What? So who had over 20? I had a 21. All right. 
Uh, anybody 15 to 19? 19, Umu, 15, Zev. 18, Arin. 18, Kira. So, hold on. Have I... So, this is nighttime, I so I should add another um, thing to Clippy, just by the yeah, way. Yeah, you would have done another one by cool. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might have even been what you were just I rolled an 18, and doing. I'm last in the order? Oh, wait, no. no one Zev. Of them. Zev's Zev is behind 15. All right, so go ahead and your surprise round. I have to roll a constitution save. Okay. I gotta put Hannah in here. I rolled for her too. That's uh, 16. Matches. So it makes. So it takes half damage. But even on a, on a surprise, shouldn't it take. Shouldn't it be. Shouldn't it be, shouldn't disadvantage? It be a disadvantage? No. You just get to go an extra time. Oh, okay. That's fine. But I casted it out of the weapon of math destruction. Okay. Therefore granting me... Oh, wait, no, hold on. No, if it's a save, I add five to the... Ro- the. Oh, let me pull it up. You can add it to your own... Spell stuff. save DC. Okay. So it fails. Yeah. And that's a five, a five, and a one. So 11. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> you're about 50 yeah, feet away. Wakes all, all of you scream. up. Which makes sense that uh, you would be lower in the initiative than anything else. <laughs> um, so this thing, spider climbs across the ceiling, uh, moves forward. About, we can't do that because you saw it. Uh, You see it disappear and you feel something bite into your neck. Great. And I need Uh you to, how does that work? I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Is this magic? Uh, Yes. I have advantage. Okay. I just realized that, so I'm very excited. 13. That's a 13. Nope. Yeah. Um. No plus anything? For wisdom? You don't have any modifier? Not it's for charisma. charisma. Oh, charisma. Never mind. I think he's a negative on charisma. I think he got Until some item that balanced matures. him out. Uh, so, right now, you are... This thing disappeared, and something bit into your neck, and you don't have any control of your actions right now. Great. So you're going to turn around uh, to that line of people who are behind you who were your party members, and you feel this utter hatred toward all of them. And you're going to cast, may I see your spells, please? That's my favorite one. (laughs) That, that's that's what you're casting. You're, you're seeing everybody else's spells. Um, oh, boy. That's not... There's a couple... Well, I guess the ones that... The ones that are not on there aren't like a spell attack. But yeah, he's still going to want to save his spell slots, even in his befuddled state, right? Yeah, I Like am. the good ones. Man, I don't have anything to shut you down without hurting you. I do. Well, I have something to shut him down without killing him. 
Yeah, you're just going to throw a good old-fashioned fireball. Oh. Yeah, I figured. Roll a d6 to see how close people are. That's how many of the party you can hit. Three. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, to see who's on, who gets hit here, let's let everybody in the party other than the Grease Wizard roll a d20, and the three lowest are going to get hit by this fireball. Is Hannah's one of them because she rolled a one. 16. Uh, Zev, 14. Umu, 10. Seven. So, so Umu, Hannah, and Kira. Yeah, he's only got 22 hit points. All right, so all of them oh, no. need to make a deck save if you're getting hit. Hannah's okay. That's like a 20. 12. That's full damage for Umu. Anything under 16 gets full damage. Yeah, I guess that's full damage then. Okay, so Kira and Umu take full and Hannah half. What? How much is it? Eight d six. Yeah. What spell is this? Fireball. Are you oh. gonna make me roll it? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, I'll roll it. I'll do this. Are you going to make me eight. and then immediately volunteers to do so? Yeah, I'll do it. I don't want to drop these in Mike's cup. <laughs> can you pass them over? I can barely hold them. Oh man, that's a lot. All right, of you did that one to you. That was your own. This no, is your own no, no, fault. No, no, no. This. <laughs> All right, let's see. I see at least one. one. Yeah, it moves down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 12. Um, I'm assuming 18, this has interrupted our long rest. Yeah. 24, 25 points of fire damage. Who moves unconscious? Hannah takes 12. Bomber. <laughs> Maybe someone should send the Malkovich squirrel over. Malkovich was definitely next to her, so he's out. He's out cold. Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Will. If you want more Date Night, I wanted to let you know about our premium episodes that are available on Podbean or directly at datenightpodcast.com. If you go to our site and click the Behind the Screens tab, you can become a premium member and hear at least one extra episode every month. These episodes have alternate GMs, guest players, or the normal crew, but in situations outside the main campaign. It's only $2 a month or $20 for a yearly subscription, and it's a great way to support us and help us cover some of the costs of running the show. So again, click on the Behind the Screens tab over at datenightpodcast.com to learn more, or if you're a Podbean listener, you can subscribe directly from our Podbean feed in the mobile app or on the desktop site. Now, let's get back to the show. And with that, Never you feel a coming. release off the side of your neck, Ugh. and you see it just for a second as you reach to grab it, and it was like this leech, and the leech disappears, and 30 feet away from you, over top of everyone else in the tunnel, the thing reappears. That was how... 25 damage, by Excellent. the way. Excellent. So how, um, how tall is this tunnel? It's about 12 to 15 feet tall, depending where you are. Same height as my and vertical it. leap. <laughs> so, okay. That's about right. All right, so that's the end of your turn, GW. Oh, that was my that was my turn. Yeah, it took your turn. Oh. Uh, Umu, I need you to make a death save. Natural 20. Yeah, nice. that's, that counts as two successes. I'm not going to do that on fails, uh, for if you crit fail, 
just going forward, and if anybody's listening, you're not going to lose two saves at the same time. 10-4. Uh, cool. So that's Thank a house you. roll. Um, Kira, you're next, though. I need you to roll a perception check, though, because this thing, you didn't see it teleport, uh, and it's trying to stealth. You see it. Uh, it's directly above you. And... So it's maybe 12 feet away from you. I don't think I can technically reach it with my sword, son, so I have to shoot at it. Okay. It has been hit. Thirteen? That does not hit. I hit it the second time, though. Okay. Because it's 18 plus 8. Yeah, that, that hits. 8 plus 3, 11, 11 plus 4. So 15. All right. You sink an arrow into it, and basically what you can see as it's actually closer to you right now, it's this kind of creeping thing with a whole bunch of arms and claws on the end of the arms. Uh, it's got, best you can tell, seven of them, which is kind of weird and gives you the impression that this is not a natural thing. Uh, and it's basically stuck up there to the wall and hunched as close as it can be to try and make itself a little bit smaller uh, of a target. Um, but it, it's up there. and It's hard to tell exactly what it's made out of uh, here in the dark because it seems like it is emanating some darkness around it. And Aaron, it's your turn. Um Sounded like there was going to be something after that. I pulled out Fresnel and turn him on towards creature thing. Is that a bonus action or an action? Bonus action. Okay, it's on. Fresnel's glaring on top of this. Uh, your little uh, lantern buddy comes out, shines a beam directly on this guy. It is bathed in light, and now you have advantage. It looks like it's pieces sewed together like anti-meat maker likes to do oh, and it's basically no. just an abdomen with arms on it oh that's some like a, hills. like a people abdomen yeah oh bummer and it it's obviously not something out of mordenkainen's but i'm using a, a stat block okay okay uh Aaron, it's your turn it's probably th- 20 feet away from you and up on the ceiling 12 feet up it's not a lot i can do about that with your strength, you have a leap that's, I think, half your strength score in feet is how high you can jump up. So that's nine. Um, Plus the length of your axe. You you get a lay of the land. You think you could, like, Air Jordan chop this okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to Parkour. Try. That's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. So tongue hanging I out. I just woke leaves. up. But you, <laughs> I just... But you also have advantage. Uh, yeah, because it's lit up by okay. Fresnel. So you get advantage on how many strikes? Thank goodness. Is it with Fresnel? Darn. Is it just the next one? or It says just the next attack. I rolled okay. a seven and an eight. Plus, plus your... Plus my strength modifier? And or your proficiency. And plus my axe. Your strength and proficiency. Strength and, yeah, it's like a regular attack. So it's eight plus whatever your okay, plus Okay, so is. 15... No, 16. That does hit. So you jump up in the air, legs spread apart, tongue wagging. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and and chop into this thing with your axe. Um, For 15 points. Whoa. Nice. 
One of the arms falls off and clatters onto the ground. How come it didn't do that? I when pick I it up. Because you hit it with an arrow. Oh. I pick up the arm. Okay. You have an arm. Don't you have a second? It's not. Is it moving? Is it still moving? Mm hmm. It's trying to slash at you. With what? With a, it's got claws on the end, and it's trying to just grab. Okay, well, direction. I don't believe it can do that because it's an arm. Well, it's it's moving. Okay, I I understand that, but <laughs> if not, it's an arm and I'm holding it out, and it's it not can't hitting you, but like it's try and scratch your elbow. You. Okay, its claws are moving and trying That's fine. to grab at you. That's fine. I got it. But it's not it's not able to hit you. Do you want to do anything else? I'm holding it the other way, dummy. <laughs> okay. Um. I would like to, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I picked up this arm, but I feel really committed to this. <laughs> like, this feels like the thing Arin would do in this moment. Can she, well, she use does have the a arm as an improvised weapon at a ranged attack? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. You could. You're well, proficient with improvised weapons. Well, actually, what I was going to do is, I wasn't going to, like, throw it. I was going to, like jump and try to hit it like a pinata with its own arm. Stop hitting yourself. (laughs) It's got got like these long claws like fused onto the end of the hand that look like they're from a different creature. Oh, so not people claws. Right. It's a people like a humanoid arm but with some sort of animal claws on it. So So what do I roll for that? Since you're proficient in improvised weapons from your tavern thing you get to add the same as you would for your axe I think. Okay, um, I believe that would be a 20 then. Yeah, that's going to hit. So you jump up again. Maybe a 19, I don't know. That still hits. And you slash at it uh, (laughs) with this thing's arm. This thing's arm does... First roll 1d8 plus 4. Were you at advantage on that attack? Just the first. Just the first one. Okay. It had a different effect if you were at advantage. Uh, 1d8 plus 4. Oh, it should be 1d8 plus your strength modifier, not 4. That's not a d8. This isn't a d8? That's a d10. No, that's a d10. Oh. Triangles. Is this the d8? Yeah. Does it have 8 on it? That's it. That's a 1. <laughs> plus your strength. What's your strength? Uh, not pres- plus my proficiency this time, though, right? Right. 5. So 6. No, 5 total. 5 total. Okay. You jump up and slash at this thing with its own claws. I'm going to just say again, Aaron just woke up. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, Hannah goes over to Malkovich and casts Cure Wounds on him to bring him back up. And that's, that's going to be her action. It's her, it's her little boy. I know. And Zev. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast, both charges into what's-his-face. Okay. Do we have a name for this thing? Sixteen plus it's like a twenty-three. That hits. abomination. So affront to God. Five. I don't add anything to this spell. Okay, Not I think I've asked that agonizing. before. Uh, it's going to be seven plus seven. Fourteen. That hits. Okay, for four damage. Okay, two purplish eldritch blasts smash up <laughs> into this thing onto the ceiling. It's the most unintimidating sound you could pick for that. <laughs> Um, let's see something. All right. It directly under it are Kira and Aaron, so it's back around to this thing's turn. And it's going to cast Flurry of Claws and make six claw attacks against 
Kira. Yes. I need some mushrooms. Feel free to pick him off his corpse. (laughs) (laughs) And just smash one into his mouth. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Oh, boy. I'm clutching at the good berries. one crit miss, one crit hit, and what I'm guessing are four other regular hits. Uh, yeah. You say four? Yeah. Because, uh, 20, 23 hits. So, other than the crit miss, they, they all hit. I thought you said... There's one crit hit. Oh, there are six. Four Does yeah, this mean it hits. is now jumping off the ceiling at me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so it's going to be on the ground. Fantastic. I can do much more damage with my sword. Two. So, the regular attack, steal... Thirty-seven damage, <laughs> and the critical question I don't want to bring up: What happens if Kira dies right now? Fourteen. Uh, oh no! So that's like fifty points of damage. Uh, again, question: How much I don't... health do you have? Thirty-five. Okay, so long that's as it what doesn't I'm starting double at... your health. I'm starting at 10. As long as it... Huh? Starting at 10. I have 35 total, but I'm at 10 hit points. Left. We've so read, we've she had wrote long negative 20. Like no, it hit me. Now. He hit me. Yeah, oh, he hit I am you. at 10 hit points because I got fireballed. Okay. I right, think this so might kill nor- me. No, it's normal hits are going to knock you unconscious. Yes. And then it's going to hit you with the crit. How much was the crit? Which is going to make you fail your first death saving throw. Yes. Yeah, she has like negative 20 something written down Plus here. The That's crit. bad. So you failed your first death save. Okay. And you're unconscious. If you would have had instant death, I would give you a death failed death save. I don't do like an insta death. Okay. Unless it's a spell like power word kill. That's a spell? Yeah. Yes. Ninth level. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is going to try and oh, no. run up the sidewall. And to the ceiling, Aaron, it's next to you, so you would have an attack of opportunity against it. I would it. like to attack it with opportunity. <laughs> okay. With its arm or with your axe? Um, I'm dual wielding them right now, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> kind of. Uh, you kind of have to hold the arm against the axe, and it clasps on also <laughs> <laughs> as you swing. You're all helping together. If you want to swing the axe, because you need to. Yeah, I, I think it. I'm going to use the axe. Okay. Uh, 19 plus yes, 8. Yes, that way hits. Okay. Um, For a sweet, sweet 8 points of damage. Okay, you hit it, and it runs up back onto the ceiling and starts running back down the hallway that it came from. It gets about 40 feet, which means it's about 30, free, 30 feet in front of the Grease Wizard or so. Oh boy, you know it's your I'm turn. Fireball this. Okay, so I roll a dex. Mm-hmm. Uh, that passes 16, 16 plus yeah, 7, 23. Yeah, but. So the, he takes half. But you said the whole chamber is 15 feet tall. Mm hmm. And the fireball is 20 feet around. Well, he still gets to try to save and scurry around and play hot foot in the fire. You don't think that would make disadvantage happen? Mm-mm. Okay. But I did cast the other thing 
through the weapon of math destruction. So 16 plus 5 is... Still not high enough. Nope, 23. Do you have any charges on that left? Yeah. Okay. I haven't used it in a while. It's been a bunch of days. He still passes. Okay, well... Those are good numbers. Yeah, so that's 10... 20... 31... 31. Half to 15. 15? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, you watch this thing is kind of going arm over arm because that, that's what it has along the ceiling. The fireball hits it. It looks like it just kind of turns into, it like shrinks up like a spider that's about to get squished or got sprayed with something and it just onto the ground with a splatter. All right. Well, sorry and to hit you, friends. Umu. It's your turn, so make a death save, please. We're still in turn-based until... 18. Okay, you're stable. Kira, make a death save, please. 12. Okay, that's a pass. Aaron, it's your turn. Um, Is there any way I can help either of them? You could try to stabilize Kira by rolling a medicine check. I would like to try to stabilize Kira by running. Okay. So know, roll doing that thing. D20 and add your medicine bonus. Oh. Five. No, you're you're putting it in her ears. <laughs> <laughs> I just start smacking her on the face going, wake up! Wake up! And you uh, deal two points of damage and then Kira dies. Hannah comes over and casts Cure Wounds on uh, Kira. That does plus what? Does that heal me from my negative or from, <laughs> from zero? zero? From zero. You're back up. Three. Three healing. She only has first level. So you're at three health. Zev's <laughs> turn. Zev just... Well, well Umu's stable. Yeah, Umu's and stable. And is up. So if Umu lays there an hour, he'll get back to one health or somebody... Uh, I'll, go, I'll go over with... I, we let Umu I lay gently, there yeah, I gently kick Umu's arm to see if he'll react. And he fails a death. No, Henna heals you for three. Also, Ooh, Umu's up to three. Okay. All right. Well, anybody else want to do any healing before you try to go back to sleep? Do you still have that little weird medicine deer thing? The healing spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I like medicine deer. Yes, I do. <laughs> that might be a good idea before we go back to sleep, just in case like a slug comes Wait, out of nowhere. Are we, no, we're going to do a long rest. You'll be fine. Yeah, until something else comes out, and it's then not we gonna, die Another again. thing isn't going to come tonight. Okay, Kira yeah. sits up. What happened? What's going on? I have no idea what's going on. I don't either. You, you both died. Sorry I hit you. The thing is it's dead? It's kind of my fault. Yeah, I killed it. Don't worry. You almost killed me. I think I'm still oh, holding its fault. arm. There's this leech. Oh, and there's a leech on my neck. Am I still holding its arm? Umu yeah, realizes, he's got its arm. Umu realizes most of the mushrooms on his front are gone, so he's going to cast good, good, good shroom. Okay, get him back. I don't. I don't want to just. The arm isn't moving anymore. After oh, okay. He hit it with that fireball, by the way. Okay, good. I was like, I don't know how to like tie it up because I don't want to just <laughs> leave it. No, it it stopped moving. Yeah, when, when the thing got I'm, blasted, I'm gonna just yeet it as far as I can and to down into the cavern. <laughs> okay, 
And just chuck it back toward the rest of the thing's body. Yeah. Thank we, you for translating that for <laughs> yes. Okay. People born before nineteen ninety. Everyone else. <laughs> Are you casting Doctor Quinn Medicine Deer? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the, so the deer's out, and people, everybody it, it lasts a circle. minute, right? So as so long as everybody walks up and pets the deer, you can get back up to how many? Ten times whatever Ten that turns. is. Ten turns. 1d6. 10d6 healing. So I you want to roll it. that, Kira? You got all the d6s. Oh. Oh, yeah. Did I get, did I get hit by this one? I don't remember. I don't. I don't think did. I did. I just think I forgot to write down our Pretty last one. Pretty much the fireball rest. and the the flurry of claws was all that happened. Do you need another one? Yes, I do. Unfortunately, they were both on Kira. 43. I beat your calculator. Ha! Yay! And I started late. And so you take 43 points of healing if you needed any, which puts Henna and Malkovich definitely back to full. Umu's back to full. All right, so you want to try and finish your long rest? Yes, please. All right. Get your spell Kira is back. quietly rocking yeah, in the corner. Yeah, you burned, uh, <laughs> burned one of your third level yeah. slots. She had a near-death experience. She started Literally. to walk towards the light. I used a first level to cast shrooms. Okay, so we get a full rest after that? You did. I just rolled. Okay. So you got a long rest. You're about a day away from um, making it to... Well, that's another day city. of water to mark out, right? Yeah, yeah, we're four out of five at this point. All right. But you, in the next day of travel, Kira, roll a survival check. Shouldn't the dark elf that we got to guide us specifically be doing these? She should be able to give you 14. advantage if you ask her about like the trail and stuff. So you can roll an I advantage. I ask her. Okay. She can assist you. 14. <laughs> yeah, so that's way over the encounter. So you make it to so there New was an Spore encounter. City. <laughs> uh, Kira's rocking in the corner again. Where dreams are made of. Get out New Spore City's description. Okay, so we made it. I got scared there for a second because we we just like I just texted you the other day that Zeke wanted to make Umu's kid <laughs> and is like make a death state. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, New Spore City. Umu can't die. I didn't think I would like him, but I'm starting to get kind of attached to him. (laughs) (laughs) This is the place Umu's been looking for. I grow on you just like a fungus. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I don't have Kalman. I I can't do my Kalman line. Okay. Uh, New Spore City isn't as impressive as Parmelia, which was the city that some of you went to, Aaron, GW, and, and Kira. Would have been there. That was the one with the Usine, where you met the the lizard guy who wanted his to dye his cloak, but he was colorblind. I remember that one. If you remember mm-hmm. that, yeah. Uh, and they were having a big like psychedelic party that one night. It's a huge. It's the capital basically of Spories on on Lamoche. Um and Spories are any type of mushroom people, obviously. Do I see any Amanitas? Yeah, there are actually Usine, Amanitas, and another large mushroom people that are like four and a half feet tall called myoconids uh, that populate it. So I guess, burst into tears. Oh no. So it's all nothing in this city is like accessible to me. We, I would assume there's plenty of mushrooms. I think are like 
No, I mean, like, I wouldn't be able to get inside the buildings if the largest people they're built for are four feet tall. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. You were saying (laughs) (laughs) the buildings are big, but the doorways are small. Um, Uh, That's for sure. So I have something that I want to do. Okay. So, so how is it like divided? Like, are there like, is there an Amanita Amanita section or is there just a bunch of? Rolla, um. I guess this is investigation. Are you the same thing I was thinking? Looks like produce at Whole Foods. Ten. It's basically what you can see as you're approaching the city. You're not quite in it yet. Is it just looks like huge towering uh, buildings that are actually built out of mushrooms, like, mm-hmm. like you saw in Parmelia. But most of these are growing down from the ceiling. So you actually see... Uh, like there's a lot of ropes and things hanging from them and people can, cause like these creatures can't go in the reverse of gravity. Uh, but the mushrooms are growing down from the bottom of the ceiling for the most part. So some of them reach all the way to the ground so that you could have access into them and others have ladders hanging from them. But the ladders um, have got to be tiny, right? Yeah. They're, Again. They're <laughs> pretty, <were> <laughs> yeah, they're, um, but those aren't going to the main buildings. Like the the largest buildings in town reach all the way to the floor. Uh, this is a big chamber, but there are places where the ceiling is lower, as low again as 12 or 15 feet. But then there are other places where it stretches up 50 or 60 feet, and some buildings span that whole thing. As you get closer to the city, you can see the different mushroom people scurrying around, but you don't hear any chatter of anybody talking to each other um, and as you get close you see kind of this psychedelic almost glow from this dark light that's basically did you just uh, say dark the, light yeah it's like a purplish color and there's all these lanterns that are hanging from the ceiling uh, also that have whatever this is in them that makes these different things light up this way and when you look beside you at the Grease Wizard, he's just lit up like his own lantern. <laughs> oh. Because he's been delivering humors <laughs> quite often to Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. And and that's what you see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Uma would be kind of lit up too because he kind of just... Does You've it. got the the mushrooms on yeah. you who are actually like responding, injecting spores out of my back. Yeah, you can Uh-oh. see like this cloud, <laughs> this cloud around. Uh, Does Umu, Umu vape? Yes, I think Umu is the first invention of vaping. <laughs> <laughs> Entering from the west after following a five day trek from Lightwater is a return to an almost familiar damp and glowing atmosphere. Though unlike light water, New Spore City is lit by a dark purple glow instead of a radiant one, which makes a spectacle of neon colors uh, throughout its reaches. I'm into it. We got a lot farther than I thought we were going to get. That's about as far as I thought we were going to get all night. You guys did good on your sneaky sneaks and survival checks. And Kira has an anxiety disorder now and she'll never sleep again. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at D8 Night Podcast or visiting d 8 nightpodcastcom 